I don't snoop through Colin's stuff, obviously. But anymore, it, maybe in the early stages. I'm trying to think. No, I, I don't think you ever did. I never did. No. I came in it with a clear mind, clean slate. But Colin's also never given me any reason to do that. But you know what else you didn't do, which is very normal for people to do. You didn't even social media stalk him. No, 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 no. And I didn't care to because he didn't give me a reason to. He was so consistent from the very beginning. And I think people don't understand that. That's a gem in a relationship. I feel like unless you have given me a reason or you're acting funny or you're being standoffish or weird or whatever it is, I'm not going to automatically think the worst case scenario. I only start thinking that way if you start acting funny. Mm -hmm. And because you start acting funny, I want to protect myself before you could do me wrong. You can't say the same thing because you've gone snooping through Tone's stuff. I think you've stopped that, right? I know Tone is filming right now and he's here, but you snooped early on in the relationship. Did you go through his medicine cabinet or any of that? That's a, he's right there. Did you go through his medicine? No, I didn't go through his medicine cabinet. What have I gone through? I've gone through his phone. Yes. It was his Blackberry. I remember clearly. His Blackberry? I remember it. And I remember exactly. Did he have a Blackberry Tone? Who didn't have? Exactly. He said, who didn't have a BlackBerry? And I know exactly the person's message that you wanted to read. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember. I'm not going to say who because he is here. I thought it was his iPhone, his his regular phone. Oh, you could have gone through that as he upgraded for sure. I'm sure you did. But I'm just saying I remembered when you clearly called me okay, in a okay. panic. I've never in a panic. told him these things. Yeah, in a panic. <laughs> what do you mean? What yes? should I do? Don't say yes. And I was like, go through it. <laughs> And you're like, should I keep going through it? Stop yes. It. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. You don't remember Stop where the phone it. was? I remember it like it was yesterday oh when you gosh. called. Oh my gosh. No, I don't remember. It was great. And nothing was going on. But the person kept flirting with him and he was not engaged in it at all. That's why we're here to this day. It is a fact. So, anyways, it saved you then. It did save me then. I'll tell you who I hate traveling with now. No, that's not true. Absolutely. I cannot. Love it. No, I actually hate sitting here with you right now. (laughs) No, listen, all this is because I was reading this story how this man (laughs) decided to leave his wife at the airport because she was running late. So listen, it wasn't going to stop his day. He got on the flight. He took (laughs) off. The wife was left behind. Now, I have mixed emotions about this because this somewhat kind of happened to us. Right. Kind of. Let me take it back a little bit. We had a work trip. Yes. It was an international flight that we had to catch, (laughs) and it was actually for Colin. Right. Colin was being honored by a remarkable organization. Amnesty International. That supports human rights. Right. They're amazing. And... Colin, listen, he might wait till the last minute to get to the airport, but he never misses any flights, okay? So let me just put that out there because I know he's going to be on my line about this. (laughs) So Katrina and I were still at the station at the time. We were working. I blame work. Yes, blame work. We were in the studio. We do a radio show, by the way, in case, you know, you don't know too much about our background and you're tuning in for the first time. (laughs) Anyways, so Colin pulls up in the car. Everyone's ready to go. 
Katrina and I are hustling to get downstairs. We get in the car. Oh, the tension is thick. I'm sorry, Nessa, that you're nationally syndicated and that we had to do a lot of different radio shows. We did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We did. So Katrina is the reason why we were late. But long story short, you could just feel the tension. And there was... I just felt abnormal traffic that day, right? There was a lot of, and it wasn't Friday. Right. It was not Friday. It was just a regular day. Now, mind you, it was pre-COVID, okay? So, yes, people were out and about in general. So, <laughs> it was so thick in the car, I could tell Colin didn't even want to talk to Colin me. Colin was pissed. He didn't even want to acknowledge my existence. He was so mad. He was pissed. So, anyways, we're Katrina and I, flight. right, like, I'm trying not to talk. <laughs> and usually when Katrina messes up, she comes bearing gifts, candy or something. She'd be like, hey, you want this? And we didn't have anything to really distract Colin at this time. So we could really feel his energy of being extremely pissed off he with was, us. He was quiet. And when Colin's mad, he's quiet. Man. Absolutely. That's the worst. That's scary. You don't know what he's thinking. We get to the airport. Unfortunately, because it was an international flight, we had to be there an hour ahead, right? I think minimum or 30 minutes minimum. Whatever it was, we did not make it and we ended up missing the flight. This is why we missed the flight. It's all in the details. But anyways, we ended up missing the flight. Colin was livid with us. He was embarrassed. He was humiliated. Never happened again. Okay, so now that you have that backstory, till this day, Colin holds this against me. Okay, because that's the only flight I ever missed, and it was because of you. And that's because Colin will show up to an airport as his flight is boarding. Yes. I don't understand how he does this. I have so much anxiety when I'm traveling with Colin. But then again, you know what it is? It's because when he walks, it's like long strides. Yeah, he has long legs. For the rest of us, average height. Uh, Smaller than average height. Right. We got to keep up. We're basically running and Colin's just walking, strolling through the airport. But anyways, he doesn't cartoons with the legs. just (laughs) That's That's us. (laughs) He doesn't like to get to the airport early at all. He doesn't even like to get to the gate a few minutes before it starts boarding. Okay. He likes for the gate to start calling everybody, the boarding process begin, yeah. and then he walks on right up, okay? I've, I've before have, you know, Ooh. coordinated some some stuff for him where it's like, what time do you want the car to pick you up? He goes, this time. I'm like, you know, you boarded this time. He's all, yeah, it's, it's gonna, it'll, it'll be perfect. Meanwhile, it's like 15 <laughs> minutes before the flight. I'm like, what? I'm like, you don't worry about security. He's like, well, I mean, if you calculate this. And here's the thing. He always packs He always flight. makes it. And he always makes it. Right. Except, There's times when I'm like, you haven't gone, you're not in the car yet? You're not there yet? He's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. So the one time he misses a flight, it's because of her. Which is funny because you actually, you've it's gotten better about this, but Nessa used to go to the airport. Yeah, yeah. You used to go really early. Like I don't one know. of those people that would be there four hours early and just sitting. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's the anxiety that's increased over the years. I don't know what it is. I think I know what it is. I'm lying. I think I realized in life, I need to focus on the things I can actually control, right? No, I know what it is. What time do your parents get to the airport before a flight? Okay. Eight hours, 16 hours before the flight. My dad has always been like that. My mom's a mess. (laughs) She always waits till the last minute. She'll lounge. She's a lot like you. It's so funny. Takes her time. She wants to just sit down. She'll just chill. And it's just like unaware of what's happening around her. Something about our parents, they be coming to the airport. Eight hours early. Both like, your oh, parents? I, yes. Okay, it's to. just my dad. It's because you hear about international flights and you they tell you you got to be there three yeah, hours so, ahead of time. And it's because they're checking in boxes to bring to the Philippines with a bunch of stuff for all the family, right? Sure. 
And that line is long. And so maybe they just apply that to all flights. All flights. My mom, my dad, they'll be there like five, six so hours early. It's like, what are you doing? No, we're just going to sit so down. How do, we're going to continue the story about the husband who left his wife. But how does <laughs> your mom feel when we do have to do last oh, minute flights? Oh, my goodness. How does she feel? She said, and I quote, Katrina, I cannot live like this. <laughs> I quote direct <laughs> verbatim quote from my mom because Tone and I will be on a flight. We'll be having to leave. We'll be booking super late and we're rushing out the door. Yeah. And now we have a baby. I have, yeah. you know, we have a daughter who's two years old. You got to leave extra early. But Tone and I still, for some reason, act like we're not traveling with a young child. Right. And she, we're just out the door. And my mom's hustling with us. And she's like, <laughs> Katrina, I cannot live like this. Yeah, it's oh, so man. stressful. It's very stressful. It's and meanwhile, Amara, my daughter, is just like, doo-doo-doo, kicking her feet, <laughs> trying to get out, asking for snacks. She's just, she's doing whatever she wants to do. Okay, so now let's go back to the conversation okay. about this husband who left his wife at the airport. People were in uproar about this story, right. okay? So basically, it is what it is. We're going to get into the details you know, it is a nuanced conversation. Ultimately, this man decided to leave his wife behind because he wanted to catch the flight while she was gallivanting to go get some coffee. Yes, this is correct. And that's why she missed the flight. Well, here's the thing. They got there early. So apparently she's notorious for being a little late or whatever. So they'd missed flights before. So he was like, all right, we're not playing this time. They get there early. They get there so early. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes or so that the gate agent's like, oh, we're not boarding yet. So she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go get some Starbucks. Right. Mind you, Starbucks is in another terminal. You can't do that. So she has to take one of those trams or trains right. or whatever to another terminal. He's like, are you sure? So ah, it's all good. No right. problem. Well, I'm going to back it up a little bit. Sure. There was a market right next to the gate that they were at. But she wants Starbucks. She could have gone in there and gotten some regular coffee, gotten some same. regular snacks, gotten a sugary drink in there. But <laughs> she decided that she was stuck on getting Starbucks, which meant she had to go to another terminal. Bad call right. on her part. Right. But also the day before or I think a few days before, whatever it was, they were scheduled to get on this exact same flight because they were on their way to go see their daughter because right. she's in college, right. right? Because she was running late again. Right. They missed that original flight, which is why this particular flight right. where the husband left her behind, he was adamant about not doing that again right. and not missing out on his daughter. So he didn't care. He got on the flight. It is what it is. And to his credit, he waited at the gate as long as he can. I'm sure everybody had boarded at this point. Yeah. And the attendant was basically like, hey, I got to close the doors. Right, right. So he was like, you know, trying to call her, just right. trying to right. get her to hurry up. Long story short, he gets on the plane, they close the doors, and then she calls his phone like, hey, the attendant won't right. let me in. Right. Well, well, duh, because the gate boarding is done. So my question to you, do you think he should have gone off the plane? No. This scenario and her pattern of behavior, absolutely not. Right. I mean, it was just the other day they yeah. missed the flight because of her not wanting to get up too early to get to the airport. And there's actually an update on the Reddit post. There's a post that says it's actually her stepdaughter. And now comments are floating in like, 
oh, maybe she didn't want to spend time with the stepdaughter. Maybe she didn't respect the stepdaughter. Maybe she didn't want to put the effort like that. So there's a there's more to this story. However, based on that pattern of behavior, absolutely leave her at the airport. <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, wow, Colin better never, ever leave me behind. But you know right. what? He should. If it is to go see baby cap and I'm out here trying to get Starbucks right. because I need the pumpkin latte, I'm not satisfied <laughs> with just a regular you know, black coffee from whatever market right. that falls on me. Yep. Leave me behind. Yep. I deserve it. Don't miss out on our kid. In fact, tell our kid, don't be like your mom. Right. That's the truth. And he didn't leave you behind when he missed that flight. He Colin should have. He should have. How could he? We were all in the car together. He could not have left. The... So here's the question. Do you think he would have left us behind if he was already at the airport? That's tricky. Let me get nuanced with it. I think because Colin was new in New York around that time, mm -hmm. I think if people don't know, a lot of times how you get to the airport is by booking car service or getting into, yeah. you know, a car app or whatever it is, right? Right. So we had booked a car service because it was a bunch of us going out right. there, right? right? So I think Colin probably just felt obligated. I think he felt stuck in the car. Right. But I think if he could go back and redo it again. Him and Tone should have been left they, us. He, oh, he's definitely We should have called the car and been and, like, hey, we'll correct. meet you guys up there. Absolutely. And then at that point, the only people that would be mad is you mad at me instead of him mad at us. Exactly. And here's <laughs> the thing. Colin hates when people are late. But worse than that is that he's always early. Right. So he really, I think he's a little judgmental. Right. I'm going to be honest. If you're not early, he looks at you a little funny. So how does that work for you guys' relationship? Because you're not early. I'm way better now. That's why I am. Better. You're I only late five minutes now yeah, instead that's of 15. It. Exactly. No, I mean, I think even just a few minutes, but I have gotten better more so out of fear in the <laughs> sense of I don't want him to give me the silent treatment. So, so do you think baby Cap is going to be early or late? Early. Early? For sure. Not going to play? Yeah, I just don't see that happening, you know, especially <laughs> because I've improved on my time. Right. I think in general, because Colin is so all about timeliness and professionalism, I just think Baby Cap is in a better situation than That's us. Good, good. Unless Baby Cap hangs out with you, then it's a lost <laughs> cause. We're not going to be professional. We're not going to be on time for anything. Katrina, I cannot live like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I feel bad every time. You stressed your mom out. I stressed out. my mom out. Yeah. That's okay. I stressed my mom. I stressed my parents. I stressed my whole family out. Anyways. Okay, so speaking of traveling, are we done with that story? I think so. I mean, I haven't been left by tone yet. He should leave you. One time, though. Well, I will I'll, say, I'll this. say this. Wait, hold on, hold on. I just want to say... When it comes to you and tone traveling, I think tone is worse. He is worse. Because he just waits till the very last minute to pack <laughs> and just stares at his suitcase and doesn't know where to start. You know what he'll why? do Why? I have no idea. He'll start relacing his shoes instead. I'll be <laughs> yes. like, why are you doing that right now? You do not need to relace your shoes. Why don't you pack your bag? Why don't you get something else? He'll be like, oh, he's a Virgo. So something is going to bother him. He's going to start working on it right then and there. It's like... Bro, we were supposed to be at the airport five minutes ago. I make a plan. I'm like, okay, I'll get ready. You get Amara ready. Then when she's ready, I'll do this. Like, you know, there's but, a whole kind of divide and conquer here. So that might be how Tone's approach is, which I'm not a fan of. But I'll say about you, you're <laughs> going to pack as if we're going to go survive in the woods. Hey. So you are packing unnecessary things. You might have, you okay. know, three hey. extra luggage bags filled with like camping items. Well, we're going to go to a nice <laughs> five-star hotel. 
I brought a life straw on a trip once. Okay, listen. Here's my question, though. Would you prefer to be overpacked with me? Oh, wait, listen, I don't mind you being overpacked. I just ask that you do it a month before month instead of waiting before. until the last minute. So I'm all about overpacking. You know what we should do? One of my friends, this is a hack. One of my friends has done this, which is easier, I think, maybe for people that uh, it's, it's easier for if you know what you're going to wear. He had purchased brand new clothes uh-huh. and packed it week week or so in advance so that he doesn't have to wait until his clothes are clean so that he can pack it. I think it's a great idea. Maybe, you should Maybe try you it. should start trying it. I don't have the problem. I can pack. I understand what I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very clear. But yeah, like all your stuff, maybe you just have, oh, you already do do that, don't you? I do. That's why I'm like, I think this is Oh great. my gosh, funny story though. Our first trip, we all went on together. Family, your family, my family, we all went on it together. Which one the is The stuff this? you packed for baby cap. Oh my gosh, there was so much Oh my stuff. gosh. You well, were clowning me. Okay, this is the wait, first wait. time. It's a couple Nessa, weeks after I've given birth. Right. right? Nessa just gave birth. And this is her first time as a mother packing for her baby yes. on an international trip. It was miserable. <laughs> she didn't see all it this stuff on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh. It was one big luggage just for the baby. That's normal. That's insanity. Tone thinks we can always condense what we bring for our child, but listen. I agree, but I'll say this. I was pumping at that time. Yeah, you got to And we were international, pump. and I didn't know what that meant. Like, how am I going to get the milk here? What right. am I going to do this? How are we going to freeze it? Is everything going to be safe? Can I use regular water to clean out the pumps? By the way, pump, it's a breast pump. It's so that milk can come out, and you can store the milk, right. just in case somebody's like, what is a pump in this Yo. context? But it was a lot. I think because of that experience, you're never why, traveling again. It's, it's exactly why I'm scarred to travel with it. baby cap. I think I want to wait till baby cap's a little bit older where I don't need to worry about m- milk at all. Yeah. I need baby cap to just be out here you, learning listen. how to do live life as they're as if they're an adult. Listen, it's going to be worse when they're older because baby cap's going to start running on that plane and trying to be like <laughs> But there's something about that that I know there's and you still have at to every hold age. Them. Okay, well, speaking of family travel, I know you hate it, but I have a question. So I especially hate it with you. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Tone and I, we travel as a family a lot, right? Ooh, the one that you stress your mom right. over, right? Katrina, I don't, I cannot live like this. <laughs> we travel as a family a lot. Well, I have a question because now that we're a family, we have a different perspective on this topic. Would you switch seats? Don't ask me the question. Talk about the story. Don't, Would don't you put me switch in the- seats. No, we're starting at the top, baby. Would you switch seats with the family so that they can sit together? It's your window no, seat. No, They're- sorry. What did they say about Michael Jordan and the kids? <laughs> Them kids. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one. I know everyone would have thought I would have had more empathy and compassion. More compassion. You're a mother. I, I'm absolutely a mother and I am more compassionate for sure. And I'm very understanding. However, you know why I'm not? It's because I know it's parents like you. What? Right? You wait till the last minute to book your flight so that you could be with your kids. Instead, you want to impose your last minute booking on the rest of us who are traveling and then be like, hey, do you think you can switch seats? Oh, we're, it's a family and my, my kid is with me. And I don't care. I don't care. You should have thought about this before. Now, if I could tell you're in distress, 
Like I could tell something's going on within the family. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to be a pleasant fight. There's something, you know, they might be on their way to a funeral. You could just feel there's a different energy behind that. Right. And usually they're pretty honest when parents talk to you. I'm okay. I'll move only in that instance. I've never a heard. death. I've never heard a, a sob death. You story. hear me? A funeral. Yeah, because it's usually not the case. On <laughs> like, can you please change seats with yeah. me? No, you should have thought about that before. You should have booked your flight ahead of time, like the rest of us who are doing this, because I need to sit by the window because my anxiety is raging. I'm a lunatic right now. I need to be in a hoodie alone with my face mask. Yes, I still wear one on a plane. In isolation. That's it. I don't want to be next to anybody. I don't want anybody looking at me. I don't even want you breathing my way. <laughs> I'm already uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable on flights. Like, I hate it. By the way, she doesn't just mean on a flight. Don't look her way. <laughs> don't breathe on her. Don't come close. Well, in She small, still wants six feet space, all right? In, in small proximity, it just makes me really uncomfortable in that way, right? I, I've changed. I have a new perspective on going out to really crowded places. Yeah, you're okay with it. You're going to switch seats with somebody who has a kid who d decided not to book their flight no. ahead of time. Okay, listen. Okay. They were negligent. No, I will say this. They weren't thoughtful. There are times when you don't know about your travel. Like Tone and sure. I, we fall into that category. We don't know. What All the time? No, we don't know. Let's we're not, not listen, we're not one of those people that be booking things Three months in advance. Okay. Or, oh, I'm going to go to listen. this trip five years from now. No, you know we don't what? do that. Let's be fair. Because I'm going to keep thinking about you and Tone. Yeah. Let's talk about other people. Because I'm so adamantly yeah, we're against not moving seats because of you and Tone. Well, here's the thing, But though. I want to be nice. Last minute. You got to go to a funeral. Last minute. I understand that. Okay. I'm more compassionate, but I think families, you could just tell when they're, are, when they're going through distress. Let me be, I do. Okay, I let me it. give you the perspective of a family that has had to request a seat change. Tone and I, we've had to do this before. Here's what we'll do first. We'll go look, be like, oh man, they don't have any. So I'll book as close as I can to Tone. Of right? course, right. And then what we'll do on top of that is when we're booking to look for each other, we'll try to already book the seats that we want to switch. Right. So if I'm booking a middle and an aisle, right. I'm gonna book a window somewhere else that's close by. So it's equal so exchange. It's, it's, it's a pretty equal exchange. If right. not, it's a little upgrade for somebody. Right. So I'm one of those parents or those families that I get it, because it's not fair. Right. But at least be mindful. Life's not fair, that's always what I hear. But, but at least be mindful if you're gonna be that family that your request is at least on par with what you're giving up, and then don't be mad if they say no, because I'm going to tell you another story. I said no before. Right. So one time. Was this before you became a before mom? Before I became a mom, yeah. I was traveling. And this was an international flight. I think it was like we're, I was going to Japan or something. So it was a long flight, 11 hours. I'm in the back of the plane. I already got settled. I put my stuff down. Then flight attendant comes up to me. She was like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. There's um, a family that wants to sit together. Do you mind moving your seat? I was like, is it a window? They're like, yeah. And it's up further up on the plane i was like all right no problem pack all my stuff back you think up. you're getting upgraded yeah i'm like bit. all right yeah. cool i could do that swap for a swap no problem get all my stuff start walking up i'm such a <laughs> for this so i get to the seat it's next to a family and a young baby nope i look me non-mother i'm like no i changed my mind i want my seat turn back around i get my seat and I broke that family's heart 
and I made that family feel bad. <laughs> and I'm a <laughs> that slept the whole way to Tokyo. <laughs> And do you regret it? I regret it now because stop. No, the, I do. Stop it. Listen, stop it. I'm a mother. And here's the thing. That's a, I can sleep through anything. So I don't know why I was mad that I mean, there was a baby on the okay. plane. I can sleep through crying babies for that. Only for that reason. I, I'm OK with you feeling bad about it because bad. you could really sleep anywhere. The world sleep. could be falling apart. I just and you'll still sleep through. I it. had a long like, you know, before you leave on vacation, you work like all the way up until you leave so right. that you can take that flight and not have to worry about work. So I was tired. I was like, I didn't want anything to mess with my sleep. Yeah. But I probably should have said yes. I feel bad now. I think you should find them. I, I think you should track them down and hey, apologize. something, something, something from Send 20. them a flight voucher. I don't know who, and I bet they don't know because they're not doing it ahead of time. They're just like, hey, you got to swap now. We're not going to officially change your seats. You just got to swap. I got a question though about swapping. Do don't you do it. like it? Do you like it? When people ask you first or if they're already sitting there. Ooh. So we've had times when Tony and I, ask. Tone and I, it's basically this seat. So mm -hmm. they're in an aisle and they're in an aisle. Yeah. And I'm like, Tone, just sit down already. <laughs> right. Sit here. And he was like, oh, you I don't want, want him to. to do that without asking? I was like, just, it's literally Ooh, the same man. seat. It's different. It's different if it's like so Listen, far back. Because I don't want to get canceled. You know, you're not allowed to say certain things yeah. anymore. But wow, if that was me on a plane and you did that, I would have had some nasty words to you. And I would have been like, all right, cool, but it's not that serious. That's what I would have said to I you. I would have like, said, it's listen, this seat. Okay. B word, this. My bad. I'm kidding. I wouldn't have cursed, but because it would kick me off. But yeah. I would have felt away if you sat there and didn't Bro, ask. No, it's not that serious if it's literally the next seat over. It's an aisle I, and an aisle. It's still my seat. I don't know who you are. Okay, I got a question. Yes. You and somebody tried to do that before. You and Colin and I didn't travel like it. together. I've booked for you guys before where you Ugh. guys are not sitting next to each other. Yes. But you guys are still in the same section. Yes. I'll ask. I'll ask nicely. I'll say, hey, if you're so okay So you'll stay with it, in your seat. You guys will both be in your seat. We'll you'll wait, wait till that person shows up. Absolutely. Every time. Okay, just, just checking. For sure. And I think I'm overly cautious. Yeah. Like, it's me. Usually yeah, it's, it's I'm asking. And I really want to be nice. Like, hey, if you feel like it. And it's totally okay if not. Have they ever said no? No. Yeah. No, because... We're adults. We yeah. don't have a crying child with us. And more You're than hating on the crying baby. I'm not hating on the crying baby, but I do think that takes away from somebody's openness to want to swap seats with you. Right. Here's my thing. I'm just clear all around. I don't want to swap, period. I don't care what it is. This is the seat I booked for a reason. Right. And more than likely, I booked it towards literally the front to avoid as many humans so I can get on and off as soon as possible right. because I do have anxiety when I'm on a flight. Yeah, no. I don't feel like I'm a pleasant really person like that. I'm nice. I'm cordial, but I don't want to be doing too yeah, much. You're right? polite. You're nice. You're I'll not even offer like if I have wipes and I see somebody next to me, look at it. I'll be like, Hey, do you want some? Yeah. I'm that person. That's but nice. once it's my seat, it's my space. Please don't be all up in my space. Right. And it's like people who are on flights who are coughing and don't want to cover their mouth. I've, we have to figure this out. It, like what, at what point did you just not know how to cover your mouth? <laughs> Like, it's just the oddest thing. I've seen someone pick their nose and put it on the screen before. <laughs> I've seen someone use their foot to swipe on the screen. Right. I've seen things on a flight that now I'm just... It's gross. Recently, I had Ugh. somebody's foot up on my uh, thing, and it was really gross. Luckily, a sock was on it. If it was a barefoot, 
I probably would have gagged. That is so. It's un- like, bro, know. you're on. on. That's my elbow. That's my elbow. You're touching. Like, don't you think you should That's move your foot back? So weird to me. It's gross. It's just not thoughtful. It's not thoughtful. No. Do we need a rule for that? That just seems so obvious. Don't put your foot on my elbow. Yeah, it's really gross. But, I mean, we talked about the whole traveling with babies. Yeah. We've talked about changing seats. Now, this airline actually is making a section for adults only. Perfect. You like this? I think it's great. It gives everybody the options and the freedom to just say, hey, I want to sit in a section with adults. I don't want to deal with crying babies. I don't want to deal with children. Even if the babies aren't crying, even if children aren't crying, I'm not trying to hear the... Their bags. I'm not trying to hear you know their what little they games. Do. They, kick I don't their, hear. they kick their feet up. Yeah. Back. Like, don't kick my we back. Be, we be having to hold Amara's foot because she doesn't know. She just of wants course. to. And I'm like, stop it. We don't want to be that family. Yeah. So I'm like, really like, stop. Yeah. It took one, one time. The lady looked like this. And I was like, Amara, you better stop, Amara. Because what am I supposed to do? Like, oh, I'm sorry. She's. She's I'm, just yeah. a child. It's a hard space to be in, right? Because yeah. they're going to do what they want to do. But it's up to the parents to deal with that whole situation. But I do think this airline is doing the right thing by creating an adult-only section. Mm-hmm. They're going to have walls. They're going to have curtains so that it, they can have a nice experience. Enjoy the silence and not have to deal with kids. One time, Tona and I were traveling with Amara. Uh-huh. Right behind us was another family, right? I was okay. like, oh. Oh, more kids. Okay. So I'm like, whatever. At this point, I'm immune to kids. But this baby behind us just kept crying and crying and crying. I felt so bad. And then toward the end of the flight, I'm like, what's going on? The baby threw up. And boy, I'm telling you, I have compassion. But it was stank, Nessa. It was really bad. I feel bad because it's not the baby's fault. The parents got the baby on a flight. Like, they can't read the room. Your baby's probably not feeling well. The worst part about it was... It wasn't just their aisle. So it was the mom and the dad. They had a lap baby. There was another passenger. Oh, my. In the uh, in the seat next wow. to them, right next to it. And I turned her. I said, hey, I have wipes. Here's some wipes. And then um, she was like, oh, thank you. And, you know, she could tell. I was like, Any, you know, anything else? And the lady next to, me, the lady next to them, she said, oh, I'll, I'll have one. But she said it in such a <laughs> way that I was didn't want to give her one. She was like, I'll take a wipe. Like, she was really, like. Being pissy, I was like, bro, like, they're already going through so much. Their child is sitting here crying. Oh, Flight attendant yeah. came, and luckily they, they were traveling, like, with a nanny who was a few rows back. And they're like, they had already taken the clothes. I was like, please, can you, ha- can you bring her to the nanny? I'm like, okay. But that baby was going through it. That family was going through it, and I just felt so bad for them. But that's maybe a reason why that you should, that this is a good idea, traveling without uh, kids. Kids. Well, speaking of traveling without kids, there's another story, Nessa, because we're on this traveling hype. This woman. Where are we traveling to? Nowhere. Nowhere, but we're talking about traveling. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss traveling. This woman says that she leaves her kids in economy (laughs) while she flies business class. Wow. Would you do this? No. Granted. Okay. What a baby cap. 15 years old. Business class. And I wouldn't. Baby Cap's legs are not as long as your legs. We don't know. At 15, yeah, they might be. What if Baby Cap becomes, you know, Baby Colin height? I don't know. I just would feel so guilty. I just couldn't do that. That's tough for me. I think this is something you would do. No, I wouldn't do it. I don't know. You hesitated right now. No, Tone and I have talked about it because there's been... You had to talk about this with Tone? 
listen. By the way, for people listening, as a reminder, because they might not know us really well, okay? Yeah. We're new to the, all this. Yeah. Tone's your partner and the father of Amara. Yes. So why would you guys even talk about this unless it was like... Because I mean, Tone has status on a certain airline. Right. And they allow you to upgrade. So he was going to leave you and Amara behind. He declined an upgrade. He's a good guy. Because he didn't want to leave us behind. And I was like, next time, take the upgrade and we'll figure it out. Meaning I'm going to sit there and you're going to go sit in the back. I no, think it's kidding. different in that situation, but a parent with the kid. Yeah. Because you don't want to lose the points. I don't really know how that works. Like, do you right. lose the points or do, does it gets, roll over? He gets an upgrade plus companion. Right. Okay. So if there's three of us, right. it was like, well, what are we going to do with the three? I was like, one of us sit up there with Amara. Give her more space. Right. Like, that's For fine. sure. I agree. We'll do it. Listen. But from this story... That was on Insider. It, it feels like a common thing. That's yeah. just how they fly in general. Yeah, they're like, oh, our kid is a great flyer, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to sit in first class. And I've seen other people post on TikTok. There's another family that does this too. I wonder they're in why. They're business class. They're 10-year-old child. But why? The they don't feel because bad? Because they, they, they made the point. So they got the point. So they get the perks. So they're like, yeah, I'm going yeah, to take my perks of business class. I don't know. My child's going to be in economy right there. I don't know if this is the conversation for because I don't know enough, you know, of different airlines policies. But if you decline the upgrade, do they do the points still roll over? Well, there's no points. There's no points involved. It's just an upgrade because what happens is they overbook their flights. Right. right. Some people decide not to show up and then the people on standby then get a get a seat. But if that if there's only a certain amount of seats, they'll get your seat and they'll bump someone up to first class and that'll right. be somebody with status. So you don't lose points. Yeah. You just gain an, uh, a business class seat. I just think it's different when you're at the airport and they want to upgrade you right then and there. Right. But from this particular story, oh, yeah, she'll book I think it. yeah, she's booking the flight with that in mind. Two business class for her and her husband, I'm assuming, right? Right. And the two kids are in economy. I guess That's, maybe. I don't know. For me, I don't know her. I don't know why. I don't know the reasoning behind it. I mean, what if it's like some grand reasoning right, and I feel right. bad? I don't know. But at this point, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. And apparently the kids are okay with this. Maybe if the kids are 15 or 16 or 17, I might think about it. I think it's different if it's like a bunch of kids, their cousins and everybody, yeah, right? Grown. Yeah, like that's different. Even but a single kid I would do. One 15-year-old? Amara's that what? 15. And she wants to sit in economy? I, no, I wouldn't actually. I changed my mind. I just <laughs> thought about Amara 15 sitting by herself with all the creeps back there. No. I mean, anywhere. And, right? And by creeps, I don't mean economy creeps. I just mean creeps. Well, yeah, she's 15 years old 15 on a flight old. with strangers next to her and we don't know what's right. happening. Anybody I don't care if she's on a bus. Know. Right. I'm not okay with it for our child to be sitting there alone. Right. Anybody that I don't know is going to be labeled a creep around my daughter until... Stranger danger. Until my gut... You pass my gut check. And background check. And background check. <laughs> yeah, and no. And DNA swab. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Do you think you should have background checks on people that you want to be friends with, like at our age now? <laughs> no, it's 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 a real no. legitimate question right now. Let's say there's somebody new in the orbit, right, that you met at work, or and somebody you feel like, oh, we have like a cool vibe. Right. Do you think it is worth getting a background check on them as the friendship develops? Listen, okay, I'm going to tell you one quick story because I went on a rabbit hole tangent because this is what the internet does to you. So Ashton Kutcher's been in the news recently because he was 
being a apologist for his friend Danny Masterson who got convicted of right mm -hmm. so this story just got rebrought back up about Ashley Kutcher because he's been in the news that um I don't know if you remember he was supposed to go on a date and he got to the date's house and she had been murdered this is before he was Ashton Kutcher I think he was starting out actor or whatever Anyway, things have begun to unfold about this story. Whatever the outcome, I'm not talking about this exact story, but I am talking about the murder and the murderer. So this woman, this was in Hollywood, right? She had friends. Ashton Kutcher was a friend. She was just like, you know, she was out in Hollywood, young, going out, hanging out with friends, right? What? So her and her roommate, they had come across some guy who was charming. He was nice, right? Um, and then he would hang around and... Other people would get the creeps, but he would tell stories that would be a little creepy. Some people would get the creeps, but some people would think they're cool. They're like, oh, man, I'm on the run because I murdered somebody. Ah. Like, you know, just kind of I'm not verbatim, but I'm, I'm guessing these are the kind of stories. Or, oh, yeah, you know, they're looking for me because there's a murder and they tried to pin it on me, but it wasn't me. So I had to move. So he's oh telling these kind of stories, but he's charming and he's eh, so people are with it anyway. Wow. Anyway, the bottom line is. He was a serial killer. Wow. Got convicted of her murder and got pinned for, I think, two or three other murders. And one murder he got pinned on, but they decided not to prosecute because they didn't prosecute because he had moved. He ended up killing two other, two <gasps> other women, which included this woman who was going to go on a date with Ashton Kutcher that night. Anyway, and they had, I think they had already talked. They had been friends. She was friends with other people. So it wasn't a brand new blind date and he was going to, going to her house to go see what's wow. up. Wow. Anyway, bottom line is people were getting creepy vibes from him, right? So background check. Background check or just gut check. Like, yo, your boy, your roommate, your homie is like, I don't I don't like him. And she's oh he's harmless. He's just be talking. No. He was he didn't like him. He trust did not your like gut. Him. Whatever that voice is that's talking to you, trust that and get a background check. Trust other people's gut, too. Like if Nessa's like, yo, I get a weird feeling. Just at least have your spite. You've said things like that to me or like, oh, I can't put my finger on it. Who's and someone that, that I had you? a bad feeling about? And I was like, mm, I don't know. We'd have to think. I'd have to think. Tone, help us. But you know why we can't remember? Because we've already not messed with them. I remember. Who? Someone. Oh, I know. You know exactly. I do. Yeah. But I don't think she's a killer. Oh, no. Now I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, because you thought I was talking about a guy. Yeah. Wow. No. No. No, no, no. It was just someone that was a little like, oh, I don't know where this could go. Oh, I, I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a little just like it felt like a little too possessive over me. Okay. Like know. energy was a bit off. Look, I get it. People have different ways of expressing themselves, right? right? Some people feel like they might be a little bit more territorial than others. Some people can care less. But it felt like there was just something. Right. And I, not that you didn't vibe with her. You were cool with her, but you just weren't. You just didn't understand. Right. You know exactly. Tell me who. Tell me who. You know who. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about her today. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did you think about her? I just thought about her because she and she wasn't bad or right. anything. It was just like, oh, okay, it's a different, like, just something. There yeah. was, I don't know what. Anyway, so not don't just listen to your gut. Listen to people around you, and if you don't agree, at least use their gut right. to put your, you know, blinders on. Well, not blinders to to you know 
start being more aware of your surrounding yeah. situations. You got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, because people... You just don't know. Get a background check. I'm all about it. I think it's okay. I even think, I know you and I aren't in the dating world, but I'm all for this. I think you should get a background check. Yeah. I think there are STI kits that you can now purchase and you can really? do them at home kit. So I think doing a background check, a little swab, and maybe a home test kit before things get deeper with a potential Love interest might be a great idea. This sounds intrusive because at this point, I, Why can just, is that intrusive? I can just trip over you, grab a piece of hair and just yeah. check you for anything. I think it's genius if you could do it like that. But I think it's but okay being open it? and telling somebody, hey, I just I need to know who you are. Yeah, I guess so. We're not in our 20s. I don't have the time to waste to trying to get to know you, figure it out. And then six months later, you have, you know, three families and you're right. out no, here. You're right, like, you're right, no, you're right. it's okay. We should know who we're getting involved with. Right. And I know these conversations are uncomfortable, but wouldn't you want to know the situation early on before things got deeper? Nessa. Nessa, our kids are going to be so paranoid with the things that we make them do. I don't know. Maybe. And I'm not even mad at it. I don't know. But what are we doing? Like, here's the thing. We're not asking our kids at a young age to do these things. Right. I mean, I'm going to do it on the ki their friend's parents. Right. Because right. I want to know who their parents are, right, in this situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have accepted the fact that you're probably not going to have your daughter doing slumber parties with her friends. Oh, I know. Exactly. But you grew up doing that, right? I did. I did. So my point is we learn through experiences, but just in general, you hear these stories and I'm yeah. just not trying to put myself or other people or any of us in a weird situation if I can possibly avoid it. Right. I'm not saying we're going to protect ourselves forever and our kids from every little thing. But if I can teach them some things, like, yeah. hey, if you go over to somebody's house for a day or something, go, yes, go through their medicine cabinet. You should know. Go what? through their medicine cabinet? Yes. HIPAA, this is Nessa. Hello. <laughs> no, I didn't say call the pharmacy. I just said go through it and see what kind of prescriptions are there. You don't know. Oh, my gosh. You I wouldn't start putting my medicine. No, I never thought that far. I think like, you, medicine. I think you should. Medicine cabinet? I think, That's next level. I think medicine cabinet. I think you just got to be mindful of the surroundings. So Maybe accidentally go through a drawer to, to see say. if there's someone else's clothes there. While you're at it, why don't you open up their phone? and take a look yes oh my gosh please yes in the early <laughs> stages absolutely and depending how somebody's acting in a relationship you might have to be you know extra mindful and cautious and aware throughout the relationship i'm just saying would you rather than be safe or sorry safe you're right go snooping sorry i know i know i know but i don't snoop through calling stuff obviously but anymore <laughs> maybe in the early stages i'm trying to think no, I, I don't think you ever did i never did no. I came in it with a clear mind, clean slate, but Colin's also never given me any reason to do that. But you know what else you didn't do, which is very normal for people to do? You didn't even social media stalk him. No, 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 no. And I didn't care to because he didn't give me a reason to. He was so consistent from the very beginning. And I think people don't understand that. That's a gem yeah. in a relationship. I feel like... Unless you have given me a reason or you're acting funny or you're being standoffish or weird or whatever it is, I'm not going to automatically think the worst case scenario. I only start thinking that way if you start acting funny. Mm -hmm. And because you start acting funny, I want to protect myself before you could do me wrong.
You can't say the same thing because you've gone snooping through Tone's stuff. I think you've stopped that, right? I know Tone is filming right now and he's here, but you snooped early on in the relationship. Did you go through his medicine cabinet or any of that? That's a, he's right there. Did you go through his medicine? No, I didn't go through his medicine cabinet. What have I gone through? I've gone through his phone. Yes. It was his Blackberry. I remember clearly. His Blackberry? I remember it. And I remember exactly. Did he have a Blackberry tone? Exactly. He said, who didn't have a Blackberry? And I know exactly the person's message that you wanted to read. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember. I'm not going to say who because he is here. I thought it was his iPhone, his, his regular phone. Oh, you could have gone through that as he upgraded for sure. I'm sure you did. But I'm just saying I remembered when you clearly called me okay, in a okay. panic. I've never in a ever panic. told him these things. Yeah, in a panic. <laughs> what do you mean? What yes. should I do? Don't say yes. And I was like, go through it. <laughs> And you're like, should I keep stop, going through it? Stop yes. It, stop it. Stop. Stop it. You don't remember stop where stop the phone it. was? I remember it like it was yesterday oh when you gosh. called. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't remember. It was great. And it's nothing good. was going on. But the person kept flirting with him, and he was not engaged in it at all. That's why we're here to this day. It is a fact. So, anyways, it saved you then. It did save me then.